the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. Uh, fired up as usual, excited as usual. Anytime I get to talk to a brother or sister in Christ and hear what God is doing in their life, get to know them, it is exciting and it does fire me up. And today is no different. It's Jay Oliver. We've already been talking football. We're going to talk about his music. He's a hip hop rap artist, uh, singer songwriter. He's got a great track you want to hear. I mean, if you like hip hop at all or rap at all, even if you don't, give it a shot. Jay Oliver, it's called Saved and Thankful. If your Spotify plays just reached over a thousand, it's because I listened to it like 35 times while I was walking around the neighborhood today. Jay Oliver, how are you doing, my friend? I'm extremely blessed. Um, I'm doing well. Just got off work. So uh, I'm excited to be able to sit down uh, here with you for, for a few minutes and talk. You know, man, uh, God is really just doing some amazing things, as you mentioned. Uh, and so, so just blessed to be here, man. I'm fired up that, uh, that you are here and excited. We've been talking a little bit football, um, off air. You're pretty fired up about the NFL. Are you more an NFL guy than a college football guy? 100%. And I get okay. a lot of, I get a lot of hate for it. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, if we, if we get into college, I love A&M, um, didn't, okay. didn't go to A&M, but the school I went to, which is the university of Texas at Arlington, they didn't have football team. So. I had to, you know, I had to kind of pick and uh, A&M is really big in my family. And so uh, when I do watch college, I go for A&M. But it's just for me with college football, it's just the players like keeping up with the players. Um, I I like the consistency of like knowing a roster every year. And I think that just growing up a Cowboys fan, I always knew the roster. And like when it changed, I knew when it changed and I knew when we lost people. And that's just that's just kind of like I feel like that's just kind of something that's ingrained in me. I just love to know who's it to be this year. Okay. Um, So, yeah, definitely more of an NFL guy. I get it that they probably play hard at a college level because they're not paid yet. But um, Well, they're paid now. But yeah, they're paid. Yeah, they, yeah exactly. <laughs> you couldn't say, I guess you, that's that's more of an old argument. They are paid now. But, um, but yeah, they're still trying to get those contracts, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cool. I like okay. that. Okay. All right, before we talk and dive in, obviously you and I are, you know, football guys, sports guys, so we could have just gone down and talked 45 minutes about football. But we're going to talk 25 minutes about what Jesus has done in your life and is doing with this music. Um, but I will give you about 45 seconds to tell me how you feel about the Cowboys. And then that's the end of the sports thing. We're going to talk everything else. So how do you feel about the Cowboys? Um, yeah, what do you feel about some of their changes? Pretty big change with the uh, running back. 45 seconds, go. <laughs> well, I you know, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. Uh, Dak Prescott 
uh, first year, first couple years, I really love what he was doing. Um, I'm not off the bandwagon yet, I guess, or, or his support. Um, I still think he's got some left in him, but uh, I'm trying. I, I think this is a really big year for him because we're trying to see if he's going to be that franchise dude. Um, I don't. Wow. Um, I think that from a running back perspective, I think uh, Tony Pollard's got a lot of great gifts. I think Zeke was kind of on his way out, but um, but yeah, man, I grow I grew up from the the Tony Romo era, so I'm a big Romo guy. Uh, okay. Even, even though he didn't necessarily win the big one, I felt like he had it that year when when Des caught it type of stuff. I thought they were going. I think they were yeah. going that year. Uh, so it still bugs me to this day, and I think it does a lot of Cowboys fans. We always talk about the what ifs of that year. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I have a deep love for the Cowboys. I got to credit my dad for that because they just love the Cowboys. My grandma loves the Cowboys, Staubach, the Aikman era, all that stuff. So it's yeah. definitely in the roots, man. I can't I can't get it out of me. Okay, man, that was forty six seconds. That was perfect. Just kidding. I have no idea how long that was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right. I feel like the timer in my head, I probably went a little bit over, but yeah. <laughs> Well, you're a TV producer by day, so you probably have a pretty good clock going. I wish I had that clock sometimes when I preach because I'll go long. So uh, anyway, you did great. But um, all right, let's uh, let's get into some of your testimony and your music. Let's start with your your name. Jay Oliver is very cool. So where does that come from? So um, when I first started doing music in high school, uh, 2012, my my artist name, which I which I told everybody um, was, was J-O. Um, so just my initials, very simple. Um, when I, uh, when I released Everything's Fine in 2018, I made a switch to my name and I said, because I felt like at that point in my life, I was still trying to figure out who I was because I hadn't found Christ yet. So this is still before I was saved. And I think a lot of us, um, you know, before we find that, you know, thing that Christ gives us, the, the void that gets filled with him, yeah, uh, we tend to label ourselves as unidentified, like we don't know who we are, and um, and mm. so that kind of uh, where my artist, my next artist name came from. So it was Oliver with a question mark because I, I didn't know who I was. What? Oh my gosh, then, that's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, and so and so whenever I was contemplating, and I got back into you know music, but it was Christian this time. When I was contemplating what my next, what I was going to make my name. Uh, obviously I had to throw it cause I knew what my identity was at this point. So I couldn't be Oliver with a question mark, you know? Um, and so when I was thinking about it, I was like, well, Jay Oliver, yeah, it makes sense. But I was like, I don't want the J to stand for Justin. I think it should stand for Jesus. And then I know, you know, I was in the military before that too. So they just called me Oliver for about four to five months. So I, I knew my name is Oliver at that point. And so the name now is, you know, it's Jay Oliver, but the J stands for Jesus, not for Justin. And so I, I think that, that that just like it basically points towards Jesus being the first thing in my life, putting him first and then letting the rest follow. And so that's that's kind of the. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's really cool. So, I mean, I'm looking at Jay Oliver, I am assuming. And so maybe a lot of people will assume that that's just for Justin. But even if, you know, it's always a reminder for you, like. Jesus comes first, right? right. Come right. on, man. That's poetic right there. That's, that's lyrical. That's good. That's all right. I'd write it, man. He's the, that's, that's how he does it. And so I like that. That's cool. I don't know. How, uh, that's really cool. You came up with it. All right, man. Uh, 
talk to us talk to us about the music first and maybe you interweave just with your testimony but talk to me about just this music that God's put in your on your heart with saved and thankful even and what are your hopes what are your aspirations here yeah so so with saved and thankful um as i mentioned i i released a uh, a ep in 20 uh 2018 called everything's fine there was a lot of tracks on there where i was digging in digging into kind of like some of the struggles that i was dealing with so um, you know, some of the songs, just to name a few, are overthinking, uh, dark times, mindset. Those are kind of like some of the tracks that were on it. So these are all things that like I was dealing with, but I didn't necessarily know who to bring them to or like yeah. how to deal with them. Like, I think that's one of the biggest things as like a non-believer. Like we have all this stuff built up and we just feel like the burden is completely on us to deal with it. And a lot of people, you know, they'll run to, you know, doctors and get diagnosed for something. and They'll say, okay, well, I was just wrong from the get-go or, you know, I can't cure it. I can't do anything about it. And uh, I think a lot of those issues is the stuff I was dealing with. Like, I just felt like I was kind of, you know, just naturally flawed as we are, right? We are naturally flawed. But but what I didn't know is that there was a savior, you know, around the corner that was about to fix all that. Like, I just didn't, I didn't know that. And so um, with everything's fine, uh, I, uh, I released it in 2018. And then, um, you know, I went to the the military during this time. I mean, we can kind of go into my career in a little bit, but I basically, you know, this is after college. I graduated college in 2017. And so I hopped right into the news business and started doing, you know, producing newscasts. And um, so that was during that time I released the the EP was when I was producing newscasts and I still produce newscasts. But um, basically, I... Uh, uh, whenever I released that EP, um, a couple years passed, and uh, I decided to pr- take a break from the industry in December of 2022. And so I was basically just feeling like God was calling me somewhere else. And so I landed in the military and and joined as a religious affairs specialist. Um, okay. Because I mean, it, there was a conflict. I mean, with the with the previous company I was with, and I just felt like my values. You know, it was after being saved, I just couldn't you know, continue yeah. to do what they were doing and, and push out stories that they were pushing and encouraging things that was being encouraged by the company. And so mm. I, um, you know, whenever I decided to join the military, I went off to basic training in January of 2023, earlier this year. Wow. Went to, went to Fort Jackson, South Carolina. Okay. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I, I learned so much, um, never been closer to God in my life. Okay. Everything was everything was taken away. So my phone was gone for about 10 weeks. I mean, I checked in like 30 minutes on Sunday, give or take. Um, but besides that, you you don't have your cell phone. You got your Bible, you got your devotionals, um, but and, and you got your, you know, your your military friends. That's what you got. I mean, there's not much. Wow. And so <clears throat> so yeah, um ended up doing that. Um and I'd love to talk about some of the experiences if we get time to about, you know, the military, because God just worked miracles in the military when I was there. Um, talk about being in a an environment that tends to be negative and he just like compete completely like flipped a 180 in it, you know, just um, but anyways, got back from the military and when I did, I, I realized that God was really putting it on my heart to get back into music. And so uh but for him this time, you know, not not for myself, because the music that I used to do was very this is about me. This is about getting fame. This is about, 
um, all self-motivated type stuff to where how can I glorify myself and how can I get the most money for myself? And, um, but this time around, it was like, you know, you make music. Um, we're not worried about the streams. We're not worried about the sales. We're not worried about any of that. We're worried about the gospel being proclaimed to people. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Like it changed my life. And so I was saved and thankful when I got back from the uh, military, I got the speakers, I got the, the mic and, um, you know, headphones and all that stuff to, to record vocals. I just needed to record vocals at my house. I knew that that would be like cutting so many costs. If I could just record vocals here. Yeah. Mixing, you can do all that, send it to somebody, they can mix it for you. Those types of things, you know, especially, especially in today's age, like it's, you don't have to have a studio to go to anymore. You, you can get it produced, you know, in another state and have it ready in, you know, a couple of days. Like it's okay. Um, so basically that's what I ended up doing and was saved and thankful. I wrote it in about 20 minutes. Um, wow. and it was all, <clears throat> you know, I start out, the song starts out with just, you know, talking about how, um, it's, I mean, in my verse, you know, after the first hook runs, um, my first verse is basically just talking about all the times that I pushed them away, all the times that I kind of like, you know, shoved them off, said that I was going to do my own thing. Um, because I wanted people to know from the get go that I'm not a perfect person. And I also rebelled for a long time for 25 years. I rebelled. Yeah. So um, that was like the thing that I wanted to get the most clear because the the hook itself is very like, you know, positive in a way of like, Hey, you know, like count all these blessings and count all the days, you know, you know, it's talking about all these blessings, counting them up. The first line I say is count them up, count them up all the times that I shoved them off. It's a complete spin on. It is. Yeah. What's in the hook. And, um, that's good. I just had to, like, I had to be honest with myself. Like, you know, with the first verse, I had to be honest with myself. And when I look at that track, when I look at that track, what it reminds me the most of is like my gap from 2018 to when I first released that song. It basically just sums it up. You know, I'm saved now and I'm thankful for it. Like that's, that's Mm. what it is. And yeah. You know, being able to sum it up in those two words is crazy, but it's like there's not much else to say other than like my my life has completely changed in music, my personal life, my marriage, all those things. Everything is yeah. completely changed, you know. And so um, that's where Saved and Thankful came from, man. And I, it's opened so many doors, um, working with so many artists, collaborating. Good. Just, just incredible. Every time I send it to somebody, it's like. I feel like, you know, they take something away from it, which is ultimately the mission. And uh, yeah, yeah. my dad sent me a video the other day of, of his, uh, he's a superintendent and they were playing it. These kids, they had a, you know, every time the course would come on and say, thank you, you know, it says thank you in the course. They had these cards and they were just hanging them up, you know, like, just like saying it had like all the, you know, letters. And I was just yeah. like blown away, man. I'm like this, these kids like are listening to, to songs. And what's unique about it is like, I know like, like God wasn't prosper. Like he wasn't letting my music prosper when it was for the wrong things. Yeah. I just like, yeah, that just blows me away. I'm like, man, look what he's doing now when I'm doing it for him. Like, and, yeah. I, and I link everything back to him. Like he's the source of the power, you know, he's able to, to push it. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's been a really, really crazy ride, but I'm so thankful for, for that single. It'll always have a, a special place in my heart. When I, when I get the EP together, um, it's it's definitely we've 
I've talked about it. My wife and I have talked about it. It's it's got it's it may not be the leading track, but it's got to be high up there. It's probably the intro, and then because it sets a tone for an album. I feel like yeah, it just has that tone setting vibe to it, uh, especially the, just the melody when it comes off right off the bat. Um, so yeah, it's it was, a great song, man. It's a great song. Yeah, that's exciting. All right, there's so many things to talk about, you know, and you've brought up a few of them. We can talk even now just a little bit more about your music. And then I want to go back to your testimony of 25 years of resistance, rebelling or whatever, and then how God got a hold of you. But just musically, tell us a little bit about this EP and you got full-time work. Are you still in the military as well? I am. Yes, I am. So you reserves or what, what's happening? Okay. I'm in reserves. And so, um, so yeah, full-time work as a, a news producer over here in Tyler. Um, I do uh, reserves um, stuff about once a month. Generally, I got trainings outside of that, but once a month is generally when I meet up with my chaplain and, uh, and my chaplain candidates. And so we, we work on a lot of stuff for the unit over in Fort Worth and, um, and yeah, so I'm I'm doing that, and then also music. Uh, I try to, you know, I <clears throat> I try to get to the point. This job, what's so great about this job and producing, is the schedule allows me to still pursue things outside of it. Um, Good. So it was so important to me when I was trying to find a full time job. I'm like, how do I not get sucked into a job where I'm literally, you know, gassing myself like twelve hour shifts, twelve hour shifts, twelve hour shifts until. You know, when you finally do get time off, you're just too tired to perform and do anything else. Right. Like I just, you know, I wanted to make sure whenever I was deciding what my next career step was going to be, that it was going to be something that would allow me to still pursue my passion outside of uh, outside of my day job. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm very very grateful for that, and the company I work for now is so so great in terms of Good. respecting military and respecting uh, my outside. Uh, activities that I do for Christ. It's just, it's great, man. It really man, is. That's awesome. All right. Well, talk to me about then what is there kind of a timeline or on like releasing more songs, putting together the EP, where are you in the kind of process? Yeah. Um, so right now um, I'm putting together, like I said, I'm working on a lot of collaborations. Um, the process of doing those remotely is a little bit tough sometimes. So we're trying to, uh, nail down those but i do have i have some records uh that are almost ready to go uh probably in the, the mastering stages now okay so it's I, i'll probably play the single game for a little bit i mean single and tons <laughs> of music yeah yeah <laughs> uh and uh yeah i'm probably going to just put out some singles uh, especially because we're moving into the holiday season i don't really want to release a project towards the end of the year um, okay. so I'm thinking probably first part of next year, maybe like spring of next year, probably doing like some sort of EP, but I think the single, uh, stuff works for me right now. Um, just, just so I can build and have a couple of songs, um, to show, you know what I mean? Just to show people because yeah. I feel like with saved and thankful. Um, and I mean this in the most like humble way, um, I'm, I'm always getting asked like, where's, you know, where can I, li- where's the other stuff? What else can I listen to? Yeah. I want to be able to give people like more stuff to listen to just because, you know, I'm the impact itself is just like, you know, it's incredible. Like I want to do it, you know, for Christ and his kingdom and be able to, um, cause I mean, that's what, when you have so many songs, like, and you're, you can impact people in so many ways. Yeah. Cause those what are all, 
Say that again, sir. I was just going to say, because they're all different stories. They're all pieces of your life that have, yeah. you know, every song that I've made has had some direct connection to me, whether it's in the, you know, the secular side of it or not. Like it was always, you know, parts of my life that I was going through. And so, especially when you're reverting that back to Christ and making sure that he's the center of it, like it's going to do wonders in people's lives. So I definitely, I'm just, I'm just all about getting more material out. I think, um, the EP will come together. And I think we're, you know, having a certain mind with it, especially, you know, talking it over with my management and stuff. Um, we'll, we'll figure out which direction we want to go. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be really great. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you're going to be playing the single game for a little while. So should we be expecting a single like in a month or two months? Like, or, you know, what do you ballpark that as? I got something coming in October. That's all I'll say. I can't. Uh, what do you mean? That's all you're saying? Come on. Yeah, exclusive. Got, got very bold exclusive. What are we talking uh, about yeah, here, Jay got, Oliver? Got, yeah, no. Oh, I mean, I guess I probably, I'm probably not on the the spectrum. Yeah, I got, I got some, um, I got some stuff in October and I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm closed lipped about it just because I am so excited about it, but it's, it's going to be a great single. Um, it's a collaboration with one of my friends. It's a song that uh, that's really near and dear to both of our hearts, um, and I think it's it's not it's it's on a different. Uh, it's got more of like a Christian R and B type of vibes. This isn't like Saved and Thankful, like the punch that Saved and Thankful packs. It's more of a there's rapping in it, but um, it's about sixty percent I would say singing in it. So okay, uh, so it's different. I've, I've, this will be the first uh, Christian song that I've released that I've uh, actually sang on. So, yeah. Okay. That's exciting, man. Obviously, I can tell you feel really good about it. Yeah. You got to give us a – come on, give us a little something more about this song. Give us a little something, and then I'll lay off. Um, I think we're, we're shooting for early October. It's a uh, – hmm, I don't know how to – how to describe it it's it's just got a very um it's a very chill mood in terms of in terms of it i mean i showed it to some of my some of my friends um and it's it's one of those that like they they made it in the best way possible that it, like it can like it's like so soothing that it can put you to sleep type of yeah. type of vibe but it's a good it's a really like it's a great song uh yeah because you know the the lyrics and the way that um you know, it's just talking about there's so many lyrics in it where it's it's similar to Saved and Thankful and talking about the battles that we go through. OK, but then also providing the answer. Um, and, you know, I just I've it's been amazing how God's been able to work on my heart to be so crafty with how I've been able to. Basically get back to the main point, but be able to do it in so many different ways, um, because we have so many endless experiences that people deal with on a daily day-to-day basis that um can still be solved by christ they just they have different avenues but they all point back to him so so yeah i'm i'm really excited about that okay how do you feel about uh, i'm gonna turn off the second alarm <laughs> how do you feel about uh hold on let me turn this off all right we're good um how do you feel about singing on this new song you know it seems like i see this sparkle in your eye this twinkle in your eye how are you feeling about it i'm excited i mean honestly i um uh, my mom was a, a a really really she still is a talented singer. She won't sing for like almost anybody, but she is such a talented singer. And one of my one of my uh, biggest 
goals in terms of doing music is to eventually do a song together. And now to do one oh. for Christ would just be incredible. Wow. That's cool, man. Yeah. I, I definitely, that's definitely on the bucket list. That's um, coming in May mother's day. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. I would love that. Um, but yeah, no, she's, she's incredibly talented. And so I, um, uh, but I've also just really, I, I always say this whenever I make music, um, generally whenever you're doing rap, Christian rap and hip hop that you're pulling influences like, you know, Lecrae or Hovey or people that, you know, generally would dominate that genre. But for me, I really pull influences from like gospel and worship music and mm. contemporary Christian music. That's generally what's on my playlist. I don't, I don't usually listen to Christian rap and hip hop as much. Not that mm. to say that I don't, cause I do like, I do respect those artists and I, I love listening to their music from time to time. But when it gets down to my playlist, I'm a Brandon Lake type of person. I'm a yeah. Wells type of person. So I enjoy um, and I respect their, their craft in terms of being able to um, really just praise the Lord in such a, in such a unique fashion. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about singing on it because so far the people that I've showed it to, they, I, they, they said it's that they've given it the green light. So I, that's all that matters, I guess. I mean, it really what matters is if Jesus likes it or not. I guess. Um, but um, put me at ease a little bit more. They've, they've, they've been okay with it. So yeah. did you play it for your mom? I mean, since she's a singer, did you play? It? I, haven't, I haven't showed it to her okay. yet. Okay. So now, Just now you, you giving me the idea. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to. Um, she's yeah. going to love this podcast when she hears that you'd like to do a song with her, right? I mean, that's, come on. I would, I would, I mean, it would be such a blessing to, to make that. We just got to stop okay. the schedules for a little bit to be able to make it work. But yeah, I would love that. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. Well, that was a good preview. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your testimony. I mean, I'm, I'm very curious now, 25 years, one way. And then what happened, Jay Oliver, what happened? Well, um, so I, I grew up, my mom and dad, um, they were never married. Um, so I, I grew up with, um, three half sisters and a half brother. Okay. When I used to, I lived with my mom up until third grade, uh, fourth grade through eighth grade. I lived with my, lived with my dad and then eighth grade or ninth grade, basically high school and beyond. I lived with my mom. Um, so when I was living with my mom and I would go visit my dad, um, he would always send me to church on Sundays. So it was like a routine thing. We had a small church, not denominational, um, over in Grapeland, Texas, okay. Palestine, uh, East Texas. So a lot of my oh, outside of Palestine. Okay, all right. Adrian Peterson, shout out. Yeah. All right, go on, go on. I, my dad actually taught Adrian Peterson in uh, sixth grade. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, he was, he was already. Only, it was what? crazy. It was his one and only. Um, he was a science teacher. It was his one and only job at this school. Um, before he moved on to be a principal. Um, and so it's really, really crazy how that timing happened. But yeah, he taught Adrian Pearson in sixth grade. That's amazing. So, so yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So you would go uh, to church, this little church? church? Yeah, little church, uh, non-denominational. And, um, you know, I, as a kid, I was, I was kind of that kid, as most are, you know, you're just drawing, kind of just trying to kill time. Yeah. But, you know, like, I just never, I don't think I ever grasped that the relationship could be there, like with Christ. Like, I just don't, I, I think I pictured God more as that person up in heaven that just, 
Hey, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm so distant from you that I can't like, but I'm still, you know, watching down on you and I, but I can't connect with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the Old Testament times, there's, there's some, there's some truth to that. I mean, he was, you know, there was kind of this, well, you have to do certain things in order to access the presence of God. Um, But, you know, with me, I just think I had it in my mind that I, well, one wasn't good enough. I didn't feel like I, you know, I was ever going to turn my life fully you know, to Christ. I had said it before. I mean, I, I, I'd done the save my, my aunt, I'm sure she still thinks that she's the one who saved me, you know, at that, at that time. <laughs> I said the words, you know, but it just, it wasn't, there wasn't a life change connected with it. And I think, yeah. I think change is so necessary whenever you're saved, you know, for yeah. real. Yeah. Because you, you notice that you have to change. If you don't change, then I think you're basically just still telling Christ that, Hey, I'm good. I'm, I want to live for you, but I, there's nothing I really need to change in my life. I'm, I'm okay. So I did that for a while. I'm just trying to be like, well, I'll make a mistake and God will forgive me for it. You know what I mean? And just played that card. And, you know, looking back on it now, it's just, you know, I can't believe I did that for so long. But basically, um, skip forward um, to 2020. Uh, this is September of 2020 is when I actually um, reconnected with my wife. You, we weren't married yet, but um, we started dating. And uh, basically, while we were dating, um, I had a dream that the rapture happened. Um, and whoa, I, yeah, I woke up and like, I just remember like, I was just covered in sweat. And I went outside to the to the curb and just sat down. Um, and I just knew at that moment, that God was trying. And I mean, we see it in scripture all the time. Like, you know, like God speaks to people through dreams. Sure. Um, And it was just so vivid to where I was like, I got to make a change, you know, otherwise, like, I, I mean, I know what's, what's the alternative, you know what I mean? And I think you knew it for that long. You just didn't want to change. Right. So um, when you have something like that, like, you know, like a revelation, like where it's really like, man, I got to do something. Otherwise, like, it's just not going to, it's not going to end well for me. So I, uh, I told her about it. Um, she was in complete agreement about, she wanted to get into church. She had never been to church ever. Oh, okay. So it was like, it was a whole new thing to her, but she was completely on board. She knew that she, yeah. you know, need to go to church. Can I, can I pause and just say, I mean, what do you remember about that dream? I mean, is there things that you remember like uh, the rapture? I yeah. mean, what was in the dream? If you can tell us. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. I think everybody, you know, it's, I think it, I, the best thing I would point it to is kind of like a, a similarity to like left behind. If you ever sure. seen it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. Like, you know, like the clothes are everywhere. You're, you know, you're not there, but I mean, it was more of like a, it's more like a presence more than anything. Okay. You know, it's like, you know, in your heart and similar to like, you know, like almost like the, how the Holy spirit like convicts you in, in certain ways. It's just, it was like the ultimate conviction though of like, but you know, it's the conviction of knowing that there's no turning back. Like you yeah. know, I mean? now you've already made your decision. Yeah, I, I think whenever you're able to come to a realization of that, then you're like, well, I don't ever want to get to that point where I feel that feeling. And even right. though you know, I think even though it was a dream, it was so real that like that feeling, like it, you know, obviously it had to impact me in some way because I'm waking up, you know, sweating, you know, right. Um, it's, it's no joke at that point, uh, right. so, but yeah, it's, it's mainly the presence is what I remember the most. 
and you know, I mean, you you have like you know, obviously seen the scenic part of it where you know the clouds and you just you know envision like basically anything you can envision of it but you know at the end of the day the thing that that impacted me the most was definitely the the spirit presence of knowing that i I can't see christ anymore i've already lost the option Um, wow dang man man i don't know if god would ever put on your heart to take that inspiration and create a song out of that but i'm in man i would i would love to yeah, I, I, I mean, mean I, yeah, and I mean, when I tell this story, it's like, I mean, you know, it's it's crazy because like, without that, I don't know if I ever would have pivoted as hard as I did. You know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's just like, like changing for Christ is not like a, I mean, at least for me, it wasn't like a slow, like, like I'm slowly going into like it was a hard pivot for me, and yeah. My, my wife was different, you know, like it kind of took her a little, and, and that's one of the biggest things that I've had to learn in marriage is like, you know, you're growing together. You're both found, you know, foundationally, you're both in Christ, but your journeys are going to be a little bit different in terms yeah. of how, you know, interpret situations and how, you know, fast you change in certain aspects, you know, it may take you a while to resonate, you know, realize that you need to change in this area of your life. Um, you know, when your spouse may see it clearly, you know, right. You got to change it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, you know, sometimes I think we tend to lash out at each other, you know, not, not in particular with my marriage, but I mean, like in general, just with people, when they feel convicted, they tend to lash out because they feel like you know, we're just like, you know, just telling them that they're doing something wrong, just to tell them that they're doing something wrong. When in reality, we just want that person to, you know, to do better for Christ. And like, they realize that they know better, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's one of the things that I've, I've learned certainly like, you know, early on in marriage is that, you know, things are never going to be, you know, perfect. You're, you're going to have to grow to steady growth, but mine, mine in particular, I'm going to be honest. I think it was just because I was so, the reason I pivoted so hard, I think is because I had all the knowledge within me. Like mm. I had that knowledge there. Yeah. Um, I, aside from not really realizing that the relationship was possible, I still had the, the knowledge and yeah. Unlike her, she didn't grow up in a church. So it was, you know, she's learning like a lot of, we're going through the Bible and, you know, there's stories that I've heard since I was five or six years old that, you know, I just kind of expect her to know and yeah. she doesn't know, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's just, you know, that's just more of a testament of, of why it's so important that we need to be in the word. And like, um, and, and I, I've had to realize that in myself, like, I can't just assume, you know what I mean? That, yeah. I think we do that a lot as Christians is, you know, especially, you know, ones who've grown up in the church, we just assume that people know the stories and a lot of people don't. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I run into that with uh, Bible studies I get to do with coaches and we have great material that's produced by a ministry for coaches, but I definitely see like words or things. I'm like, most of these coaches don't have an idea. So, uh, you know, if I got to break it down or whatever, but yeah, that's just something we do as Christians for sure. So. But, but no, as, as far as the, as far as the testimony, I mean, we, we started going to church consistently in, um, in 20, uh, 2020. So from September, 2020, I would say to about January, we, we start towards the, towards like January, we started going pretty consistently. It was a little rocky at first. Like we would just, things would get in the way. Sure. We thought that other things were more important when they really weren't. And it was just kind of like, 
that was more of a slow progression whenever we were like, hey, we need to be like Sunday doesn't need to be optional unless like literally a, an emergency is happening. Sunday yeah. is not optional. And so um, after consistently going for a while, um, fast forward to like March of, uh, of 2021, we both, um, you know, it was after service one day and we, you know, we've been visiting with uh, this, um, this college pastor for a while and uh, he became a good friend of ours. And we just sat down at the table. We really just kind of felt like the spirit move. And yeah. um, it's weird. Cause in that moment, like I felt the, like the, I felt the devil, like really trying to like push that off. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, like, hard, like for my, for my soul. But I was like, it was, Dang. it was a commitment. Like I, I, um, try to explain that, try to explain that, man. I mean, how did like, you feel like the attack from the enemy? Yeah. I mean, like, it's like, I think it's like a mental thing. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting there and you're like, you're in full, like just trying to like come to God and be like, I want to, you know, I want to follow you fully. I want to commit my life to you. I want to surrender. And the enemy is kind of like just that voice back there just saying like, you can't do that. You're like, you know, you're too far gone. You, you're not, you're not worth that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, Basically he's, he's basically telling you that God's lying to you that you can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're too far gone. You really have just like, you know, there's too many things that you've done in this life to where, you know what I mean? You're just not right. of his presence or anybody, you know what I mean? To just kind of like, so that's what I felt in that moment. It was just more of a mental, like, yeah. And, and, you know, I think if we're not careful too, like when we pray, like we have to be like, so like, we have to be zoned in, you know what I mean? Like, cause the enemy always tries to like, I feel like he, you know, he's with our thoughts. Like he's just like a, where that's why you know that scripture where it tells us like you know to just fill yourself with everything good and righteous and you know it's like yeah like so important because if if you don't do that it'll be filled with other stuff and um and so yeah so that, you had that battle going i mean so it could have gone either way at the moment yeah. it felt like right so yeah. how did god's voice win out or the truth um, win out uh, well i mean god wins either way but yeah how you, uh he I mean, when you, when you're, when you're coming to Jesus and laying it all down, I mean, he's going to fight for you. And he fought for me in that moment too. Mm. Um, so the devil left for a little bit, but as we know, he always finds a way to come back. And that week, you know, it was, that was like one of the hardest weeks. I mean, being honest, like, I mean, it's yeah. just like from everything to like fender benders and flat mm. tires and things of just like stuff just that just are more annoyances than anything. But like, you just know that like, well, I'm following Christ now. Like this is, <laughs> these things are going to happen. I'm going to face yeah. persecution. I'm going to go through uh, a lot of trials and a lot of things that, uh, that, you know, most normal people, I mean, it's the biggest misconception I feel like from, from non-believers is that we just have it all together after we get saved. And right. Perfect. And, and it's so far from the truth. I mean, if anything, I think God puts more, more trials in our lives to build up our faith. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I noticed that immediately. There was there was a lot of just negativity and things that you know would trigger me in in my past. You know, before for committing my life, that would have triggered me and just kind of uh, made me fall back into my own ways of some sort. And I just had to push it off. And I, I mean, I've never been more at peace in my life like than the the couple weeks after I got saved. I mean, it was just like my my girlfriend at the time like didn't even know like i like switched it like 180 yeah you know what i mean like the pivot was so strong i mean if if i got her on this call she would tell you like she just didn't even know who i was to a certain degree because i was yeah. just like 
I wasn't trying to argue with her. Every <laughs> single situation was like, what would Christ do in this situation? How can I be more loving? How can I be more giving? Like, yeah. I mean, and even as I still try to, you know, strive to be that, like, you know, I, that's, that was, that's what reminds me of how I need to be. Cause that part of my life was like, I was fully, you know, fully devoted and not to say that I'm not now, but it's just like, when you're on fire for Christ, like when you first get saved, it's a different, it's a different type of feeling. And, right. and um, you know, he wants us to uphold that. And then we have the ability to uphold it. Sometimes life gets distracting and, you know, we, we tend to, to veer off a little bit, but I'm telling you, I mean, I was just, she didn't, you know, there was a lot of things where like we had conversations. Why aren't you arguing with me? Like, I'm like, <laughs> those are the craziest conversations we ever have. Why are we not arguing? Well, we don't have to argue. This is the world. This is culture telling you that like you have to argue in your marriage and you have to have disagreements or you have to, you know, at that point it was a relationship, but right, we had to have arguments. We didn't have to have arguments. Like it's just, it's not what we can choose to be happy. We can choose to, you know, it's like you don't have to do that um and so yeah those are those are a lot of the things in the beginning i remember earlier on you know when i was uh just recently saved that was that was like it was a i switched very fast and she was she was more of a progression she's she's made major steps um and i'm just i'm so grateful for her and and how she you know we both found faith at the same time it's very incredible and almost I mean, it just doesn't happen very often that way. Yeah. So I'm very, very blessed. And, you know, we always look at our relationship as a promise from God and that, you know, that's just a promise that can't be broken. You know, we've made a commitment to him. Yeah. And so, yeah, like after, after March, we got baptized of Easter of that year. So 2021, we got baptized in Easter and then uh, we ended up getting engaged in May and then married in November. So 2021 was a really, really big year. Yeah, I would say. And, and it was you know, we faced a lot of challenges. Um, not going to lie, like, uh, especially, you know, with, with family members of not necessarily agreeing that we needed to get married that fast, but we felt, we felt God moving in our lives and we knew where we needed to go. And, uh, I mean, we got married in a really small chapel with almost nobody in attendance, but we wanted to do it for God. And we mm. Before we moved in, before we started life together, that we're putting that commitment first that, you know, it, it's it's a marriage it's not you know something where i'm okay i'll move in with you and then you know we have a fight and two weeks later i'm right i mean it's just there's so much um so much room for the em- enemy to work whenever you're in situations like that i feel yeah. like so um so we we didn't make a lot of people happy with that decision but um <clears throat> they were respectful towards it so yeah i was gonna ask if your family members came around or not or some of them some of them are still a little bit weary too but you know okay okay uh we 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 have peace and we have joy knowing um that if we didn't make that decision we kind of could see where it was headed if we didn't and i think yeah. that says a lot and um as much as the world will tell you that it's not that big of a deal it was it was a pretty big deal at that moment in our lives, because I think it, it sets the precedent for what's to come. Um, when you make decisions like that, like, you know, if, if you make a decision based on other people's opinions, then your next decision will be based on other people's opinions when you're making it for God. Well, your next decision is probably going to be based on, well, what does God want me to do? And so we're very, as humans, we're very pattern based. And so, um, 
you know, just from a scientific perspective, we, we do tend to set our ways and patterns. And so um, it's always good to get in the pattern of, of, of leaning on our father to, to decide what we're going to do next. And so I think we, we definitely have done that. Um, it's not to say we have challenges in our marriage, but we've definitely, sure. um, we're walking with God and uh, he's, he's teaching us every single day how to make it, how to make it better for him. So. That's awesome. Well, listen, Jay Oliver, um, we're going to save on for another time talking about some of those military miracles. You've got me hooked, but um, this is about an hour of your time. And uh, so we're going to let you get some dinner before that football game. But um, any any other just closing closing thoughts or testimonies of how God has used, you said there's been a lot of impact was saved and thankful. Is there another story you have to share? And then we'll, we'll close out the podcast here in a minute. Um, I mean, one of the, one of the biggest ones, I think, um, and like I said, we can get into the military that, you know, the heart of that, and you know, at a later time, but uh, one of the best parts um, of Seeing and I think what also drove me to probably get back into music when I got back was that when I was in the military, I had a friend um, named Ollie. So it was Ollie and Oliver. I like it. We, uh, I was a Christian. He was Hindu. Um, the first instinct I think from a lot of Christians is to shut people out who are not of your religion or of what your um, your faith is. When I was in the military and basic training, um, I should say. There was church services on Sunday, but what I noticed is when I went to church, there was a lot of people that weren't paying attention. Mm. So, um, so I took it upon myself of kind of putting my selfish desires of going to church to, um, and I mean church in a relaxed setting, to leading a Bible study. And so every single week um, I was writing these Bible studies up. But what I didn't know, well, I mean, I did know it, um, is that my my handwriting is god awful like it's terrible <laughs> worse like just absolutely terrible um <laughs> whenever i i noticed my hindu friend writing something um i say hindu i'm just calling ollie but uh, yeah but yeah when i noticed him writing uh he had amazing handwriting still does have amazing handwriting. so i asked him i was like hey like i'm thinking of printing these things out the drill sergeant's that, which is also crazy. The drill sergeants had to read it in order to print it out, you know? Um, so that was amazing, first of all. And then, um, but he, he also had to read it in, right. in order to jot it down. And, uh, and, you know, like, I, I just love him so much. Like he's just, he's really, really, um, has been a, a, an incredible, I mean, we, by the end of it, man, like in the military, we were making each other's beds and stuff like that. And like, yeah, stuff that like don't have to do but like you're just such good friends that you want to do it and i mean he has such like a heart of gold and i um so we had many spiritual conversations throughout that but and it's just been amazing to see god work in his life and you know him come with me with questions whether it's about scripture yeah so yeah we ended up doing the whole bible study he was there every single week wrote it every single week for me we did about uh i want to say about four or five of them and every single time was just like really cool because we got to have conversations about it and uh i just don't think that relationship would have flourished if i would have shut him out as a lot of people do right that was just you know what that's that's the experience from basic training that i'll remember the most because yeah i mean it's just it's a testament of how god can work in a situation where it's 
it's not ideal and what many people would think would be separation or or you know disconnect it it was completely opposite so yeah man that was really cool jay oliver you're being the church and you're being very bold um because the love of jesus christ for you buddy and uh that's really cool i mean you saw um you were in an experience and you saw like a different way hey you know i can start a bible study over here um i can put myself to work to minister to others and man that is really cool what god did so good stuff all right jay oliver man if uh if y'all are listening i want you to hear saved and thankful go to his spotify instagram um the website is music by jay oliver.com instagram jay oliver facebook jay oliver you're going to find him on spotify jay oliver go ahead and follow him now get ready for these new singles that are coming out and uh man uh, excited just to see what god continues to do and love saved and thankful so i'm looking forward to you know listen to it a whole bunch more but uh, also excited to see what's what's coming down the pike you know what this next song is and the song after that so um Jay Oliver, thank you so much for being with us. Hang with me for one second, just while I while I remind our listeners and our viewers that you are being very bold, and it does come if people have been listening from the love of Jesus Christ that changed and transformed your life, gave you a new peace, a new outlook, a new life, new hope, all those things. And because of that, that's why you can be very bold and think outside the box and start a Bible study in the middle of basic training with your Hindu buddy. Uh, Ollie, I mean, all those things. And that's what I think uh, we want to encourage people to be is very bold. Rely on that love of Jesus Christ so you can be very bold, whether it's doing your music, whether it's, you know, loving your neighbor, whether it's loving your wife, whether it's not arguing with your wife because it's what Jesus wants. That might be the very bold thing that someone needs to do today. The Apostle Paul put it a lot better than I could. Second Corinthians 3.12, he said, therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.